Friday, guys. It's Marlisa. Happy Friday, ZJ. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Friday, but this might not come out on a Friday. Oh, that's true. Because I got to add in our little theme song. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of it? I produced it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, it was all original, made 100% pure Marlisa. I feel like when it plays, though, you're thinking that you're going to be listening to some sort of like sci-fi sci-fi type of podcast it sounds kind of dark and like scientific well that makes sense. you know what's so funny is we're completely opposite we're not, definitely not dark we're definitely not scientific i'm a little dark i mean uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you i didn't do so well do so hot in my biology class so i don't <laughs> think i'm scientific whatsoever i'm definitely not scientific yeah far worse with chemistry yeah yeah so um and this is that couple but i don't know if we want to keep that because Dang it, I'm just like so indecisive. Well, here's like I, the, the, this is my thinking. We are that couple. I know, but I feel like we could do better. Something more wittier. It's like, that one's too like, it's just not, it doesn't have a ring to it. It's. What do you mean? That couple is that kind of like. But I feel when like people anyone talk, could think of that. Right, but how many people can really say, okay, truly they are that couple. But are we that couple? What is that couple? That couple's us. I mean, <laughs> I know, but what so is us? if you think about it, uh, how many of our friends do what we do? What do talk we about mean? what we talk about. Well, I mean, but I guess is that couple mean like that? Like we're just predictable. That predictable couple? No, no, not at all. I think we're pretty spontaneous. I mean. I mean, I, you deleted your Snapchat, but I thought, like, you were, your snaps were the, the most hilarious thing out there. And I think really? a lot of people can agree to that. That's nice. I'm just saying. That's so really nice. we'll just keep, we'll okay, put that I, on a hold for now. I we'll, didn't we will try delete to, my Snapchat. Well, okay. You put I, it on hold. You didn't delete the account. I deleted the app, you guys, because I'm addicted. So wait, so how often are you on social media? I spend way too much time. Like, you know that Instagram came out with that new feature where it tells you, like, it sets, like, a timer on how long you've been scrolling, and then you could set a timer, and it alerts you when you've been scrolling or on Instagram a certain amount of hours per day? It's like, you know, that's it is kind of creepy. It's like Instagram's putting a diet on you, a diet yeah, plan. Yeah, it's a diet, yeah. Diet it's plan. like, okay, Patty, you're done with <laughs> the social media. Exactly. And I'm like, dang, you know? I tried setting mine on a... I tried doing a three hour per day, which is even, that's even like way too much. And I still went over that. I couldn't, it's like, it's just habit, you know, it's habitual. Like I'm at work and I'm just like, okay, this is getting boring. I need a, a break. I need to not think for a second. So I just like scroll through and my fingers do all the thinking for me. But at the same time, when you're in a stressful job, you can't help but you need to look at something funny. You need it. Everyone needs a distraction. Obviously, well, it, we, we're, we're not condoning that you slack off in your job, but we're all um, human. We, we, we definitely need some type of mental break. So yeah. that way we can get through the day. And it's, it's nice to have some like Snapchat and Instagram, especially Snap, where you have like those like little seconds. There's a few seconds. You don't have to have a whole novel in front of you. You just have like a little clip and you get your little taste. It's a matter of to your point three hours it it's quite a bit that little quick 
break though turns into like hours for me and it's not good because it's not good when you know it's not good when it comes to the point where you're like putting off the gym or like going to bed super late and not getting enough sleep because of it and it's also hard to discipline yourself because everyone says okay i'm gonna be on social media for five minutes a day it doesn't work like that it's not that easy because one thing leads to another especially when you have a, a string of videos you kind of jump to videos and you kind of get sucked in that rabbit hole and mm -hmm. before you know it you're already like 30 minutes into your day and you don't and you didn't see that i know it's crazy but i think that's admirable that you're taking that challenge to get off I'm snapchat trying, trying to i'll be honest with you that's i can't do it yeah. I, and you know the sad part is i don't really like post stuff on snapchat i'm like you're more of a browser yeah that, that's all i am i like to like look at, at because there's playlists where you can follow like colleges like asu that they have their own um, snapchat channel and they have like all the students will post like crazy stuff that's going yeah. on and so i like to look, look at that kind of stuff but i definitely and you know this is another thing that kind of leads me uh i know uh, for those who are religious uh lent season's coming up and yeah a lot of people a lot, are giving up social media some people that choose for 40 days give up social yeah. media for those of you that don't know emmy's was raised catholic and he follows a lot of the catholic traditions still yeah and i, I mean I definitely was raised Catholic, uh, but over the years, I just haven't been, I guess, maybe going to, let's say, going to church every Sunday like I used to. Yeah. yeah. So what are you giving up for Lent this year? Last year, did you participate? I can't remember. You know what? I tip what I, Because traditionally, through my family, uh, one big thing was not to eat red meat on Fridays. Isn't that for everyone? And that's for, well... They, that's kind of a tradition, but really the the whole meaning of Lent is that you have to give up give up something meaningful. But doesn't everyone kind of tr everyone like is that isn't that like the minimum though meat? Like I feel like every Catholic no, I mean that. that's that's kind of more of a tradition oh. more than the actual teachings of what they say. I'm not trying to get religious or anything. It's just something that I grew up with. But just the idea of giving up something for forty days. Something that, and it's not something small. It has to be something significant. I think the idea of it is pretty challenging, but also maybe that that can do a little good in our lives. Like yeah. social media. I don't know. Can you give up social media for 40 days? I think I could if you were doing it too. <laughs> if I was doing it too? Yeah, wow. it'd be super easy. Because I, I feel mean, like we both try to keep each other busy, you know? That's true. Yeah. But I, I mean, but hold on. If, if we're going to do that, we have to at least set up some rules. Like, like we, can, we can still do podcasts. Okay, well, that's not really a social media. No, I mean, it. well, well it I is. it could be, yeah. It is, but, I Wait, mean, it's, it's just different versus, like, if you have Instagram in your browse and stuff. Yeah, is Spotify social media? Because I can't. Well, that's different. That's music. <laughs> we all need a little music. Actually, a lot of music. Yeah. I love music. Yeah. You know what? Kind of, kind of uh, just jumping topics from here, we actually got some good music in, the, in, and it was on Tuesday. We went to see the Magic City Hippies at the what's the place called again the valley bar the valley, valley bar. Just valley bar and i was surprised if you ever, anyone has heard of this band uh they're more of a chill type of uh music um yeah I, you can you marlise is a big fan you can probably talk about what they're, they're one about. of my favorite bands and they've actually created their own genre they call them their genre that they the music that they play they call it indie funk Oh, so that's what they're about. Yeah, they're from Miami, and 
I love their music. It's very funky. They sing really well. Um, but I really loved following them on Instagram because they're like a group of like five people and they all like cook together and they're always posting their videos of them cooking all these like delicious looking dishes. But I really, I really vibe with them. And you like them too. I showed you. Right. It, well, yeah, we were there in person yeah. at the front row and it is crazy because they the music you hear on the on Spotify radio wherever if you if you guys have heard of them maybe you look them up on YouTube, but in person in live they shred the guitar they oh actually gosh. put a, a rock concert it was oh, yeah. amazing and they put in some like they did rap covers too which is cool they did Caroline by was it Emini anime I don't know what his name is but it's a rapper and. It sounds like his name is anime, but I don't think that's it. That's something. That yeah, maybe like someone that. can post who they re that person really maybe. is. But they they do they put a lot a little bit of everything in their music. Oh, so yeah. if you're more of like how be more of the eclectic style like we are, this you would give them a listen, see what you think about it, and you know comments uh, what your thoughts are. We're eclectic. I think so. I mean, we like a little bit of everything, and not just everything, but weird things too. So, uh, what's if, the weirdest genre we listen we've listened to, or that you're? What do you feel like is like the most like people would judge you for liking that music? You know, there was a, when I was in uh, taking computer uh, programming oh. classes, programming <laughs> classes. Marlisa a couple of years ago sent me a playlist to help me think, and it was uh, oh, it was like yeah. kind of like a, it was a brain focused playlist. Instrumentals. Instrumentals. But that's not weird. A lot of it. Well, remember that one album with that uh, you, you with uh, a tear a for tear, Eddie. Tear for Eddie. And, <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you a tear for Eddie is the name of the album. Look them yeah. up on Spotify, and the album will be a picture will surprise you, <laughs> and also the music. It's just kind of yeah. But I, it's really different because it's just like it's very calming. But when you see the album, it's like this looks like a an album from like. Ted Nugent or from Kiss or something like that. Yeah, it yeah weird. it's, it's weird. weird. It but it, like it's good. I actually liked it. Oh, I love it. I know you don't like me listening to that because strictly Wait, it's really because of play. the album. Okay. Hey, Google, play A Tear for Eddie by Ween. I think it was Ween. Yeah. A Tear for Eddie by Ween, sure. Play, Google, turn it up two, three notches. I like that. Here hey, we go. Hey, Google, turn it up three notches. Sit. Hey Google, turn it up. I'm sure I can pick it up. See, it's not so bad. If you're studying to this, yeah, it's 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 soothing. It's like it's 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 good music to study to. It's like th yeah, it's thinking music. Right. I mean, not. I mean, depending on what you're thinking. <laughs> Trust me, it's all about numbers. All right, Google, turn it down like four notches. She doesn't ever listen to me. No, she doesn't. By the way, we have a Google Home in her place. And so. she only listens to Emmy, and it's freaking frustrating. That's because I'm the man of the house. Watch this. Hey, Google. Quiet. So obedient. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, okay, Google's pretty cool. Hey, Google, She's play this song. Girl. She's a pretty girl. Cool growl, you know? She has a great She's personality. Spotify. It's pretty boring, if you ask me. 
She's not that boring. She's a pushover. She, <laughs> well, not not to you. She she's very like 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 she don't she doesn't give two cents to what you say to her. I don't hey know Google, the... listen to me, girl. Okay, playing Listen to Me, Girl oh, on Spotify. see? For once. Well, not really. That's that right. Is... Yeah, that's right. Okay, no. Google, turn it down now. All right. All right. It's, it was actually a pretty good week. Yeah, we it was. did a lot. Yeah, um, especially with the concert hey, in the Google, way. Hey, Google, turn it down. It's two notches. See, Google Can you tell not... her? Can you All tell right. her, please? Hey, Google. Put it down three notches. There we go. Anyway, I had Monday off. What? How do you get Monday off? Remember, it's the day after Super Bowl, wasn't oh, it? Well, it was last Monday. I couldn't. I had. To, I just. I just oh, started yeah. my new job. Oh yeah. So EJ started a new job. Got promoted. Yay! It's great. And he's been super stressed out this week. Yeah, like, guys. I, I, I think everyone can share this, uh, the experience of starting a new job and not just any, you know, like we're talking about like the jobs that you, you like, okay, for what I do, I, I basically it's just investigate, doing investigations. It's just the amount of work that take that goes into it is very, um, tedious. It's uh, maybe, uh, it's just very time consuming. I just, I, I just took a whole day doing this one case. And just only to hire the trainer to tell me that I did this, that, everything wrong, to go do it again. I'm like, okay. So it's just like this entire week is just getting adjusted. Is Okay, so back it up real quick. I was in a position before where I pretty much knew a lot about my job. I knew the policies, procedures. Uh, I was very com uh, comfortable presenting to leadership. And you know, definitely felt I definitely felt very confident in what I was doing and very knowledgeable. But now it's kind of like I'm starting over. It's just feeling like I'm a baby. Yep, yeah. I remember that. So is and just I think it's very when you're in that position. Speaking for myself, I, I, it's very like you feel very vulnerable because you just don't know. You just kind of question whether or not you actually are the right person for the job, or you know, or, or even I even question whether or not like you know, am I like comprehending what they're saying to me correctly and it's like a lot of doubt but i think the biggest thing i i, I because i know like if for people who know me I, I definitely like a very high strong um i definitely want to i'm a perfectionist you've gotten better i got that. yeah I'm, I'm trying to look and be, be not trying to be perfect but striving for excellence i <laughs> i prefer to look at it that way and the big thing is that just removing myself from the situation by looking at myself and saying, you know what, you're feeling this way, but everything's gonna be okay. Don't stress about it. Everything will will mm -hmm. come at its own pace. Yeah, and learning the job is just one stressful part about it. About getting a, you know, transitioning into a new role, right? Like, there's also that worry of like your new manager. Like, what if it's not a right fit? I know there's some pretty bad managers out there. Some really good managers. There's that part of it. Another, like, am I going to get along with the team? Are these people going to be hard to work with? Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the I don't, and that's kind of weird because this, uh, the group of people I'm going with, they're definitely not as, um, 
I would say uh, talkative as my previous team, but that's more because I'm working with a bigger team. I, I was mm -hmm. before it was a small team, so you, there's the opportunity yeah. to speak to your neighbor more freely. But here it's gonna be it's a it's a different environment too. Yeah, my job's pretty new, but it's been a good transition because I kind of know everyone and pretty familiar with the work. But I remember just was it like two June 2017? I was pretty in a similar place as you. When I started a new job, I remember we, within the first two months, they switched managers twice, and then this role was just something that I just, like, it was a very complicated role, a lot of details, and I was pretty much leadership in that role, and it was a completely new world, and I had to present to higher-ups, being literally three weeks into the job, and I remember having nightmares when I first got hired, and, like, literally having like full on crying sessions because I was just like so miserable my first I would say three four months until I got another boss and he kind of made it all better <laughs> but. yeah I, but I, just to be fair that with the type of work you're doing and also the demands that's definitely no small task I think a lot of people would would be in the same boat as you and I think to be honest with you this is not like a like a like a rare instance I th i'm pretty sure this is a common thing out oh, there yeah. for a lot of people yeah starting a new job is just stressful in general right because you like again you're starting over you don't know everything and it's like your job is like your way of living so it's like if this doesn't work out like that's my whole life this could affect my whole life right exactly but i think what it's just what's rare is people talking about it so it's just kind of it's i think it's like especially you saying that to me because i think um a lot of guys would wouldn't want to speak about this kind of stuff because it's not really right. Because I think it's it's because guy for a lot of guys there, and I'm just speaking for what I observe. Um, they don't want to. We us guys try not to display signs of weakness, so, so stuff like this we w wouldn't typically talk about. Mm. But yeah. I think it's also good just to let's just being honest and say, you know what, this is my situation. Yeah, and I think like especially you when you t you talk to me about this kind of stuff. Especially when I, I called you earlier, you know, uh, or actually yesterday we were talking about our job and that's when you brought up your, what happened to y y you at your job. Yeah. And, and that kind of just made me realize, you know what, I'm not the only one in this boat. I think I, I, I think I can figure this out. You'll get through it. Yeah, I'll get through <laughs> it. And I think that's a big message is that if you guys are, if anyone listening to this, you're in that position where... You, you don't know what to do. You're in that new position and you feel like you're struggling and nothing's working out. Um, really, the biggest thing is all about persistence and just really believing yourself. And the biggest thing is that your health is number one in your life. Don't let your job affect your quality of life. Just mm -hmm. you always pay, keep yourself number one. Focus on your health. Remind yourself that you're, you're worth it and just keep pushing um, through life. Great advice, babe. Thank you. You're so wise. Oh, you know, I try. I try. I try. <laughs> um, did you go to the gym today? You know what? I did. I ran only one mile, but that's because I'm just, I, I ran a couple miles. I, I've been, I've been taking a break. I think it was like about almost two and a half weeks ago. I completed a half marathon. Yeah. He did his first half marathon and he freaking killed it. I mean, I'm I did my best. I don't know if I killed it, but you I did my it. best. You killed your your you killed it as far as like your record. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, to be honest, with you, I was I never actually ran a half marathon before, so I just cause this was like I I used I did some running before I did some ten k's. This was the first attempt, and literally right after that run, it really messed up my right knee, so I couldn't like run like consistently afterwards. So I had to take a break. I feel like you always injure yourself. Well, I'm brittle. I'm old. <laughs> You're I'm, not old. Yeah, I'm pretty brittle. It's like I have to. I have to like fight. Uh, be careful with the battles I fight, because I had injuries before. I, I tore my Achilles tendon uh, six years ago, and ever since then, it's always like I have to watch my health. I have to watch my right leg. Um, I can still run. I'm thankful that I'm able to run even after that. But mm -hmm. still, I I think you know that just comes with with age. And also, it's like I play. I used to play a lot of basketball, but I always get hurt when I play basketball. Yeah. So I had to dial that back. As much as I love basketball, I have to just watch myself. I really, ultimately, I'm trying to do an Ironman in the future. That's yeah. that's the end goal. But so, baby steps. So when's your next? Um, I feel like I'm interviewing you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you are. No, I, I like it. I, I feel like I'm important. Like I'm, I'm a I'm a celebrity. You know. Obviously, I'm you know, EJ is the more interesting out of both of us. I feel like no. I feel like I'm pretty boring. I mean, um, I'll be honest with you. Like I, all I do is eat, sleep, work, run, and that's pretty much. And Game of Thrones. Don't forget yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's a big part. So yeah, and that's becoming a big part of your life too. We'll we'll get we'll get that again. Uh, Game of Thrones. People a little know. Bit. They already know. Yeah, but um, but that's me. Uh, so when's your next? When's what are you shooting to do your marathon? And what's been like your training? So schedule or like, how are you setting up your training? What are you doing? So because I think a lot of people like when they think of marathon, they're like, where do I even start? You know, I think the biggest thing is well, as far as me, I'll, I'll talk about what I'm trying to do, and I'll, and maybe my two cents of what somebody yep. should aim to do. So I'm aiming to do a marathon by September this year in Flagstaff. They're having a marathon up there, so I think that gives me at least a good t amount of time to get ready. As far as where I'm at, I'm able to do a half marathon, and about maybe two months ago, I did my one. I did a 10k. Okay, so, and if people don't know, a half marathon is 13.2 miles, and then a full marathon is 26.4. Yeah. Um, 26. I think it's uh, a half marathon, 13.1, and then it, then it's oh yeah, then it's uh, 26.2. Okay, for miles. a full marathon. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, what I'm the re training regimen involves just basically increasing um, the amount of miles I run per week. Uh, so I'm hoping to do right now. I'm only averaging well before the half marathon. I was averaging at the very least like 15 to 16. So not that much, but um, basically the rule is that you're trying to increase the amount of strength in your legs endurance wise so the way you can do that is just simply running uh, more miles per week whether you're going to run fast or run a slow long run it, it it all i just try to make it different and try to just keep and the biggest thing is to be consistent with running so that's that and i think that's the biggest thing is not to give up even if like sometimes like for me i, I get hurt and i try not to i just try to be smart about how i exercise and just do some little bit of weight training, but also focus on my health. Especially, you you have to eat, you have to feel your body right. See, is it just me or does every little thing like make such a big difference in your running? 
Like, yeah. I feel like if I have, like, a piece of... If I'm eating, like, super healthy the whole day, but if I have a, that piece of bread, it literally, like, ruins my whole run. I think it varies from people because I, everyone has their own food sensitivities. Um, yeah. Also, some foods that help them run, some foods that slow them down. Um, have you figured those out for you? Because I still can't figure out what works for me yet. Like, some days I'll have good running days, and I, like, try to think back, like, what did I do? But I just can't figure out you know, what works and what doesn't work for me to have a good running day. I think, to be honest with you, um, when it comes to running, uh, I focus on a higher carb diet. And only, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, he's no, he's at carbs. You know, you're not supposed to eat carbs. Well, we love carbs. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> good to, carbs, to so. be a runner, the majority of your, uh, your, your macronutrients is carbs. It's basically what helps you power your running. Um, you don't really need a whole lot of protein. You don't need a whole lot of fat. You, it's just more of a carb rich. So those diet. on keto can't run. <laughs> just kidding. Well, they can. <laughs> they they can. It's just that it's, it's gonna. It's just they have to watch what they eat <gasps> and just balance what the, their life choices. I'm are. actually curious. Those people on keto, like, are any of them? I wonder if there's actually long distance runners that are on keto. You know what? I, I'm pretty sure there are, and I'm sure. I think to be honest with you, it's it's making it's just eating the right foods to make it sure that you're par, you're powering through your your running running workout. Um, I do know that they had the same question for people that were triathletes, but that were vegans. Yeah. And there was people out there saying, well, you know, to be honest with you, there's no way those vegans can do marathons because they don't eat the right, I guess, enough nutrients because you can't get it all from lettuce. And that's not, the, and that's farther from the truth. After, I looked up some athletes that. that are just pure vegans. They don't eat, eat any meat, and they're running back-to-back marathons. Just, you, I hate that. And that's just doing? insane. I mean, it's possible. And it, it, this is the here's, the bottom line is that you have to do what works for you. Everybody's body is different. Your your body's going to react to different sort of foods. It's going to react to foods differently than others. You got to figure out what works. It's all trial and trial and error. Yeah. So that's pretty really all. But the biggest point is that if you're looking to run, just be consistent. That's And just with anything, just to be good at anything, you've got to do it every day and just not give up. Yeah, I'm definitely not consistent. I really get discouraged because I'm top heavy. And it's just really hard to run when you're freaking, you know, you know when everything's just like... I think we were talking about moving everywhere. I think for for the late for ladies uh, in terms of running, I think that you have to. There's a lot more support you need. I need to get to a, a good running bra. I started at first. I thought it was like my shoes, which I think that was another aspect that might have been hindering my performance. So I got a good, nice pair of running shoes, but now I just need to focus on like getting these strapped down. <laughs> well, <laughs> very true. More aerodynamic. But, also, like, my breathing, too. I need to, like, figure out. I don't know. I just forget. To, all of a sudden, I forget how to breathe when I start running. I just breathe through my nose. But also, I think... But you, you have to breathe, like, when you're breathing in, you have to actually... Your stomach should be breathing out, if that makes sense. Like a balloon, you know? I think I just focus more through my chest. I mean, that's how I feel like I run. But I think it's also, mm -hmm. like... When I, before I run, I usually do some breathing exercises just yeah. to open your diaphragm out. Yeah. So that way you can, if your body can efficiently breathe in air, breathe out air. 
yeah. without trying so hard. So my goal is, because I'm kind of top-heavy, is to focus more on, like, core exercises to kind of strengthen my core so that I could hold up my chest, basically, <laughs> and then a lot of back exercises to kind of just help with my posture because I'm, I'm definitely, like, I, I notice I slouch because they're just, like, you know, I feel like I, my body. I feel like I slouch a lot. Well, I'm slouching right now, actually, but... Not when you run, though. I think, you know, when you work for, like, a, uh, a cubicle job, I think mm -hmm. that's... See, we're both in that, that type of environment, and, like, you can't help this but to slouch, especially with your computers. But you know what? They got those ergonomic desks where you have to stand up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to stand up. You could still sit down. It just gives you the option to stand when you want to. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, so, but that's okay. my, that's going to go just basically that's my, just going back to what I want to do is just, yeah. just getting an Ironman out of the way. Hopefully 2020 will be the time frame, but um, I okay. just got to get the marathon out of the and way. For those of you that don't know, an Ironman is an intense triathlon. You basically run a marathon, 26 miles. Okay. You start off, actually, you start off with swimming. You swim two miles. You guys, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but... I, oh my God, two, mi two miles is basically going to an LA fitness and doing how many laps? Like 50? Um, is it 50? That's, that's, that's about right. It's about yeah. doing, going to LA fitness and doing 50 laps. That's about, so that's already, okay, just 10 laps at the gym is so exhausting for me. So that's what you start off with. You start off with two miles. Then you go on to the biking portion, which you bike 112 miles, I think, right? Mm -hmm. And then you end it with a marathon. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he's training for. Um, hopefully this year I can do my first triathlon, but it's not going to be as intense as his. The one that I want to do by October is you swim 500 meters, so that's like 10 laps in the pool. You bike 12 miles, and then you run uh, 5k which is three miles three point something so i i also got the uh just kind of went back to like the how like there's three parts of the triathlon but i also looked up the actual distances in a triathlon for the ironman it's uh swimming is a 2.4 mile swim oh 2.4 2.4 there is a 112 mile bicycle ride yep. And then a marathon of 26.22 miles. Yeah, that's insane. In that order without a break. And what what point, at what time do you get disqualified? Like, is there a certain time frame that just I, doesn't cut it? I don't know the specific time frames, but they do have time frames where, like, if, like, depending on what time, they, they even track the athletes that are falling behind. If they're falling behind, they'll give them a warning. Say, gotcha. hey, you're, you're falling behind. Okay. And, and then they'll stop you. And so the fastest person... People, okay, so the number one spot usually does this all in like eight hours or less. Right, eight hours. As a matter of fact, I think we um, a couple of years ago we met one guy. You I, did. I, I volunteered in an Ironman marathon, and I think uh, his name is uh, Lionel, Lionel Sanders. Sanders. And you should guys look him up on Instagram. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's fast, but also I, I was the guy that handled the water to him. So you didn't handle water cool. as Gatorade, right? It was or I think, Coke. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was a cool, that was a weird thing. Like in 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 triathlons, they have for the people that are serving water, they have water, Gatorade, or Coca Cola. And I just that blew my mind. It's like why in the world I just why are we serving Coca Cola to athletes? And it's the sugar. It's the, the sugar. It's the sugar and the carbs. I guess so, that keeps them going. Yeah. But yeah, that's something I'm curious about. Like, do are there long distance runners doing keto? Okay, FYI, I'm kind of like anti-keto. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I know it works. Like, people lose weight on it, yes. 
but I just don't think it's healthy long term. So what what exactly? I think for people who don't know what keto is, maybe oh, we should kind of explain. For sure, that. everyone knows what keto is. It's like the most trending diet right now. It's essentially just a very like almost like minimum, no carbs. Basically, I think it's like they can have some carbs, but it's like under fifty or something, outrageous. Right. I'm I'm trying to look at uh, online whether or not like how does that even work? What? Like for people who are, who try to run do long distance running while being on keto. I don't know but i mean it's i think like in terms of running three or four miles i don't think it's that's that big fine, yeah. but i think as far as, as has there been an athlete who's been on a, at a keto, keto doing a marathon doing a marathon and see i, I don't know i don't think so and, and your, your body needs carbohydrates to be able to feel its muscles yeah so i mean well here's the thing look keto diet is more designed to help you lose weight that's short what, term short term okay but you guys really ask yourself this okay if you're trying to lose weight and you're doing something like keto, like you are going to extremes to lose that weight. You're staying under a certain amount of carbs to lose that weight. Are you planning on doing that for the rest of your, of your life? Because I guarantee you a lot of these people doing keto and once they stop, they gain it all back. So really ask yourself, is this the way that I'm going to live my life without carbs basically? Because those types of diets are just aren't sustainable. Right, but I think also, like, I think, just by devil's advocate, I think there's definitely a lot to be said of its effectiveness because people it's, have... No, lo- people have, lose weight. I people, never denied that. Right, but I think in terms of whether people gain it back, I think it's more of that um, you can't do, some, do something forever, especially in, 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 the, in the realm of losing weight. Like, But yes, that should be the goal. That, right. It shouldn't be a diet. You know, it should be a lifestyle change. Yes, no, that, I, I was actually, I'm glad you brought that up because... Because there's a person that can say, hey, I can lose five pounds. Okay, you can do that. But in terms of keeping that weight off, and or let's say how about losing a lot more than that and get into a, a, like a healthier waistline, a, a better fat percentage, getting your cholesterol lower, that's all lifestyle. Yeah, and there's actually, I think, studies show that most people on keto their cholesterol because if you think about it up. If, because in order to keep your weight to keep your weight controlled or losing weight you have to be consistent right yep and the only way you're going to be consistent in something is that you make it a part of your life yeah hence and, your lifestyle yeah and i'm sorry i just don't know if keto's like i don't think that's you i really don't think it's healthy long term I mean, well, not long term. I think the short term, but you have I, to look at the benefits because, listen, if someone is very like they're on the high waist layer, like they're in the beast level in their BMI, look, then I think they're more in danger of heart, uh, or like heart heart attack or like mm-hmm. some type of disease related to being overweight. No, I versus know. Versus the effects of the risk that you may have on keto. So I think it's it's give or take. It's like. Is it you have to measure the, the the risk and reward of whether or not you go on keto? And I think somebody but, who needs to lose the weight because it's a very it's life threatening to their health. I mean, you, but you what gotta, do they do gotta, after? What do they do after? They well, lose the and weight? that's the thing too. It's like I th- I think that that's the next step, and I think people need to cons- like that's a topic everyone need, needs to bring up is keto shouldn't be the permanent solution. I, no. I agree with that. However. I think it is important to come up with a plan to go away from keto and maybe do some more exercising. You, or another way is like maybe should people should start juicing. Like 
we I started using it about like five months ago. It's been or no, it's been mm-hmm. three months ago, something like that. You bought a juicer, and that definitely like I had a huge impact to my health. Like I felt more energized. I, I definitely felt like um, I can go through my running workouts with much more effectively than before. Anyways, the point is that oh, there's definitely a bunch of diets, and you have to pick one that works for you. But at the end of the day, it's really part of your toolkit. You just, just just remember to use your other tools to help you and to get the job done. But yeah, there's my two cents on that. I know, but here's the thing: even if I want to lose weight, I don't think I can ever give up pie. I'll be honest; I just love pie, and people who know me. Like today, we just went to Whole Foods and we got like this. Uh, what was it called like the apricot? Apple, apple crumble. But you know what? You uh, can probably make pie pretty healthy. Like. Um, no, you I, yeah, you can. I don't know. Do you that. remember? Okay. Do you remember that jam that I made with dates and then just mixing the berries? Right, but how much sugar was that? It doesn't matter. It's a healthier it alternative. Look, it's you, all natural. It's dates. But, okay, here's a post. Oh if something gosh. has a lot of sugar in it, is it bad for you? Yes or no? Comment on the. Okay, post. is using more natural ingredients better than using poisonous sugar? Yes or no? That's not that's not the context of the question. It's like yes. That's right, no the matter. point that I'm trying to make is that it's not like you're going to be having pie every day or this healthy pie every oh, day. Yes, I am. You don't know me then because I would. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if pie is your weakness, try to find a better, wholesome way to make it with better ingredients. Right, but okay. So maybe you're not supposed to eat it every day. No, Fine, there's it. also, of course, there's like a limit, you know, you shouldn't just have pie every day. But if that's something that keeps you from eating healthy, maybe you should try to find another way to make it. Is all know. I'm saying. You can't make pie. And you know what? Sugar. I really, hate, I really hate the perception of people that are like, you only eat salads, you know, vegans only eat salads and. I just, I hate that. Or like the questions like, what do you do for protein? Like they just have this idea that vegan is not sustainable. And I don't think that's true. I think it's, I think it's especially, I don't think it's sustainable in terms of like your health. I don't think, I think it's more of whether or not somebody will keep being consistent. It's hard. It's it's hard. Because you, we are in a generation who loves convenience and I mean, if you're, okay, I shouldn't say vegan, I should say plant-based. There's a difference. Vegan is, like, basically just eating no cheese, meat, No, no, no dairy, meat or dairy. Basically just all, yeah, yeah, just, well, no, plant-based is more of, like, a healthier, it's, like, more extreme than vegan. You really don't eat any processed foods or vegan junk food, I guess, if that makes sense. Oh, that's true. So it's more, like, of a wholesome diet that is but anyway there's a lot of ways to get creative with being plant-based like for instance i made um lentil tacos (laughs) sounds so gross (laughs) but it was actually really good i seasoned the lentils with chili powder and it was a very like beefy texture i like when you did the lentil stuffing for thanksgiving yeah that was bomb i made like a healthier version of stuffing i did still use breadcrumbs but it was like a gluten-free type of bread um and then i used lentils as like the beef and then 
I mean, that's pretty much, you know, it's just basically substituting the ground beef in a regular stuffing and using lentils instead. It's pretty good. Well, that's, you know, I was kind of amazed I even thought that to do with lentils, those recipes. And lentils is pretty healthy for you. Um, I just didn't think that you can make something like that taste so good. Yeah. I mean, I, but I think... Ooh, I was surprised, it, but, too. <laughs> but I think it's also like, uh, man, you're getting sleepy already. I'm sorry. Stop yawning. Sorry. I need more wine. I think that kind of goes back to the lifestyle. It's, um, in order to be consistent, to be uh, like be realistic, you have to also mix it up with what you eat. Um, you're not going to be able to eat salads every meal. That's no. just not going to happen. Unless you're, you really are definitely against meat. I don't know how many people are like that, but... <laughs> Interesting facts for people that are into keto. Um, I was almost 200 pounds before I lost weight. And I lost 40, well, 50 pounds from eating a very high-carb diet. Like, I was eating... First of all, okay, here's kind of like a breakdown of what my diet was like back then when I lost so much weight. So I was in the morning, I'd have a smoothie, which consisted of like six bananas, a whole thing of blueberries, um, almond milk or orange juice and like chia seeds. Like it was very like, you know, high in carbs, basically all fruit. And then I'd put kale in there for lunch or for snack. I'd have like apples with almond butter for lunch. I'd have this huge freaking salad, which is literally like, like a big bowl. I don't know, like a big Think of like a mixing bowl that you make cookies in. It was that big of a salad that would fit in that type of a bowl. And it would just basically be kale and then a bunch of like fruit, like strawberry, cantaloupe, berries, apples, all mixed in. And then I'd usually do like a lime lemon dressing or sometimes I'd use um, tahini. For uh, Then I'd have another snack after that and I'd usually do like six dates, again, high in sugar. And then for dinner, I'd do my veggies. I'd have like a soup or like a zucchini type of spaghetti. Um, and I did that every day basically for like four or five months. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I know. Well, I had a job that was pretty mindless back then, so I had a lot of time on my hands. But I lost 40, 45 pounds doing a high-carb diet. So, um, you know, I just yeah, realized carbs aren't bad. <laughs> I wonder how many people have like, you know, the whole, those new year resolution is people. I think that right now this is around the time they start quitting. Right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And I noticed that the gyms have become like the, I guess it's becoming less populated, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Which is good. Cause like, I, I'm, I'm tired of people curling at the squat rack. That's my <laughs> biggest pet peeve. Taking the selfies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking <laughs> selfies, getting swole bro. And they're like lifting like five, like 20 pounds, like on bench. And it's like, I can't stand it. I hate the gym. You guys, I really hate it. So what about the gym you hate? Just being around so many people. The only, the only, my only problem with people is that they get in my way. That's people stare, though. It's, like, uncomfortable. I feel like people are judging me. Because I'm not very, like, gym savvy. Like, I don't know how to use all the machines. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just stay, stick with what's comfortable. But every time, like, I don't know. I just feel like people are judging me. <laughs> like, I judge them. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're looking at you. Is because you're, they know that you're judging them. No, and like, why is her she kidding. judging me? No, but I tend to like go into the rooms when I go to the gym because I just, I don't know. It just makes me nervous. I like to just, I like exercise that 
has a purpose like hiking up a mountain to get to the top that's purpose but just going to the gym and like trying to meet a certain time or trying to get a certain number of reps rep reps yep you got it right (laughs) it just doesn't have purpose it just seems more vain i I guess i don't think i don't believe that i think my side is that just like anything, just like even hiking. I mean, obviously hiking, the benefits that you get in the scenery. But in the gym, you have all these different tools to exercise all different types of parts of your body. And I think that's also, that's pretty... Hiking is definitely a rigorous exercise. Don't get me wrong. But if you're trying to do like upper body workouts, you have more variety of tools to get that done. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can get creative in, on a trail, doing push-ups, finding a tree to climb or whatnot. But I think in a gym, you're given the opportunity to use uh, like a variety of ways of training different types of different parts of your body, muscles, and just achieving your goals. I I think here and, and another thing too is that. Um, Hiking is just one type of version of your of working out your legs. If you're trying to do upper body, what do you try to do mm, outside? Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you have to climb rocks, which you're using upper body. But let's be right? honest, like how many people do you see or even yourself to climb rocks? And it's, you know, it all varies depending on the trail. And maybe mm-hmm. in that trail, you don't have those rocks. So yeah. I think the gym is, I think, and also the it's also how you look at it, like not a lot of people do for vanity like when i go to the gym myself it's just just from my own experience i every everything i do i i do with purpose and it's for me it's mostly for to be ready for an iron man and that that's going to take some time and that takes a lot of strategy too so it's just everything i do it's not because i want to stare at myself with the mirror mm-hmm. and i think that i think a lot of people in the gym are in the same boat as well yeah, well, okay, I take that back. It doesn't, it's not like vain to me, but it's more like, I don't know. I just feel like I want, I don't know, it's just boring. But if, I guess. If, if I, if I just I may, want more of an experience when right. I. If, if I may, work I, think, out. I think for some people, the gym may not be the best, maybe not be the best uh, way to do exercise for some people. Some people, yeah. hey, this, uh, you have a valid point. I think there are gyms that they have a lot of people that stare, especially. Uh, you know, there definitely are creepers in the gym. Let's it's just honest. not my ideal environment. Right. You know? and, and I think that maybe you should, there there could be a different uh, place to do your workout. Yeah, I'd there, like... There's cardio classes, there's boxing class, yeah. cycling. No, I agree, yeah. Like, I think I, you're, tomorrow you're going to Pure Bar. Yeah. And I don't know if people, people know about that, but that's actually, you know... It definitely it can be a challenging class. Yeah. But also, it's like people, when people, since it is a class, you're going with like-minded people too. So I think that you get the benefit of that. But I think, like I said before, there's just different ways of going about it. You've got to find the, what, what motivates you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. All about, you know, we've been talking about health for the past. I know. I didn't even... Wow. Question 30. Getting all our secrets now, guys. For free. But anyway. I don't know what that says. I don't know. <laughs> um, what else do you want to talk about? You know, I'm, we were planning to go to a trip, and I don't know if, if it's possible Which now. trip? So, the Antelope Canyon. What do you mean? We're still going. We booked a hotel. We have to go. 
Well, no, this is what I realized because we're going. The benefit of going around the time we're going. Oh, by the way, guys, we're in a couple in about a week ish. We're going to Antelope Canyon and close to Page, Arizona. Um, if you guys don't know what that uh, that place entails, um, think of canyons like these uh, narrow canyons where Spots. lights just kind of like go through the slots of the canyon and it just kind of creates a beautiful lighting environment. So it's definitely it's definitely popular with photograph uh, photographers. I'm sure uh, most of you guys know. <laughs> extremely photogenic. Um, that's where we're heading, but we're we're also trying to make sure that we're picking the right times to go. There's uh, apparently there's a lot of logistics that go into like the best timing of the day. They say um, 10 to 11. Right. So it's just So kinda, why can't we go? Well, no, this is what I realized because with all the snow and everything going up there. We already booked our hotel. I, I know, I know. But, <laughs> you want me to keep but, the floor? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that something we need to keep in our back of our minds is that if there is rainfall over there, especially they get a lot of uh, flash floods. Not so this they, time of the year. With the, well, the rains that they're getting, that's still possible. All I'm saying is that it's just that there's there's a lot of tricks and I guess a lot of uh, uh, factors to consider, especially with the weather. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying we shouldn't go, but we just need to be but prepared. we shouldn't go. No. Be, <laughs> just kidding. We should be prepared. I think, well, first See, of all... See, that's the difference is, this... between me and Emmy. He's very... Which is a good thing. I love that about you because you're always looking out for me and you think of stuff that I don't think about. But he's very... Always thinking ahead. Very cautious. Thinks of every scenario that could go wrong and prepares for it. Whereas me, I'm like, live in the moment. If something happens, it happens. Babe, when are we going to get a zombie bunker? A what? A zombie bunker. That would be cool, first well, of all. Second of all, yeah, when? <laughs> well, okay. When we get first, a house? You do know that there, the government has I a wouldn't backup call it, plan. I wouldn't call it a zombie them. bunker, but maybe like a bomb <laughs> shelter. <laughs> I feel like right now at this point... Um, a bomb is more possible, more realistic than zombies. I don't know. Some people white will bet the White walkers. Well, not, no, these are, these are not white walkers. These are complete. Well, actually, they pretty much are. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know they what just, I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I, but that's how I, I think it's it could happen. Zombies? Yeah. I like, mean, would they we, be like bot zombies or like real? No, they, more like basalt. Straight up. More like basalt zombies. Like I think that's gonna become a trend again. Oh Remember that gosh. one guy that yes. went ape shit like a couple of years ago? Why'd they call him a zombie? That's he wasn't how, dead. Because, that, well, that's how he acted. Like people were kind of oh. like the way the guy was re- talking. No, I think people are people. over bath salts. They're on to like DMT. <laughs> DMT. And like the this, hallucinogenics. God, I'm. Oh, wine, you guys. The wine. It's the wine. It's alright. Good job with this wine, though. Yeah. It so is lefty, lefty wine, wine, which I'm a lefty. Did you get it? Because I'm a lefty. I did not know you were a lefty. I thought yes. you were right-handed. <gasps> now that I think about it, sorry, this is like completely off topic. We didn't go to the left-hand store in San Francisco. You know, there's a store specifically dedicated to left-hand people. They have like all these items that are left-handed. Wow. We didn't go. Oh, I well, really wanted to take fun. you there. Why should I go? I'm right-handed. Yeah, but so you could just see <laughs> a little peek into my world. <laughs> Actually, I am left-handed, but I use everything right-handed. I so use right-handed I think, stuff. like, because I'm looking at this bottle, and it's just depicting, like, this guy is a 
freaking genius only because he's a left-handed. And I don't yeah, know, is that well, true? Oh, it is proven that left-handed people are more creative. I don't know about like more smart, but we're definitely more creative apparently, which because, I feel like you're pretty creative though. Because showing some Leonardo, like some artwork from Leonardo da Vinci, and like there's a graph in there, and you know, these birds and the compass, and, and I don't know. I mean, I think that's a myth. I think no, it doesn't matter whether you're right or left-handed. I think you know it really comes out to the person. So, do you believe in the whole right brain, left brain type thing? How like the right brain does certain things and the left brain does certain things? Right. No, I, I that that I that I agree. What, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that I don't think that's the ultimate determiner whether or not a person is going to be a genius. Do you believe in horoscopes? No. Me neither. I mean... They're fun, but, but they're I just fun. don't know I, if I wanna, they're... I think it's interesting. Some of them are pretty accurate, but I'm still just like... I don't know. I'm just not totally convinced. Do you believe your horoscope is like right on point with who Can you I are? Can I tell you a secret? Sure. When I was a teenager... And like I suspected my boyfriends of doing stuff, I would look at their horoscope and it'd be something like a new person will come into your life that you never expect, and I'd be like, I knew it. (laughs) It's over. Yeah, I'm like, so who's this new girl? (laughs) So like the horoscopes have given me like a peek into what my ex boyfriends were doing. So what? What is your horoscope? I'm a cancer. You're a cancer. The crab. (laughs) Okay. There's some parts of my horoscope that is very true. Like crabs, I tend to like hide in my shell when shit hits the fan. (laughs) And just like kind of like shut out everyone and just like be within myself, you know. That part of it is true. But I don't know about like over... They they say that cancers are over emotional and sensitive, which I guess I can... Do you think I'm emotional? Um... Well, I think I am sensitive. I think, the, I think def, you definitely are emotional, but I don't know. I I don't know if I agree with like if something hits the fan, you go into your show. I feel like you go. I do. You, I think you do the opposite. I think you just dance in the shit. What? <laughs> what are you talking about dancing the like, shit? Like, like ew! Whole, first like, of all, gross. That sounds disgusting. So, like what I'm trying to say, you dance in the rain. <laughs> you said the shit. There's a huge but, difference. Different, a, way different pictures that people all, get when you say dancing in the shit versus dancing in the rain. It pretty much means the same thing. The whole point <laughs> no. is that I like rain better. I think. Well, I, I don't know when I'm when stuff like when I'm going through stuff. I definitely just like want to be by myself. You know this. Like I want to be alone in the room, or I want to be like just alone. Like that's how I am when I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm when, when I'm ready, I'll vent to, <laughs> I'll vent to you, right? But anyway. you're a Leo, and I feel like your horoscope describes you very well. Yeah. Um, so they that Leos um, are prideful. They're very um, we're pe- very passionate. We also um, when we're very arrogant as well. Do you feel like you're arrogant? I mean, I don't know if it's arrogant, but basically... Um, no, Scorpios are arrogant. Not arrogant. It's, you know, the word, you know, at this time of the night, after a long day, it's like, we're just, just, not, just not there. Um, basically, we are hot-headed. I've never we're, seen we're, that we're, But they do say that, uh, that we are leaders. 
So, I mean, there, there's definitely, I can see some of that. Um, Perfectionists. Totally you. You know, I feel like that's such a bad word, but yeah, I guess. Okay, you want to strive for excellence. Does it sound better? That's what I like to call it. Yeah, but basically a perfectionist. No. Okay, we'll try to find another word for it, well, but for now, we'll use perfectionist. Right, but I think, it, I think I feel like I'm, and I don't see, see, that's what's so crazy is like, I don't know if, if that's something that's like true or not, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. What you think. Let us know what you think of our theme song, if it works or not. And don't forget, Tear for Eddie oh, by gosh. Ween. Give that a listen. That is the song. <laughs> don't, don't listen we should to it. Start, we should start doing that as a song uh, of our podcast. God. So yeah, Alexa or Google. Hey Google, play a tear for Eddie by Ween. So we're gonna close out this podcast by playing a tear for Eddie by Ween. All right, check it out, guys. Hello. Chocolate and cheese is the name of the album, you guys. I guess this is what you guys are going out with. Okay. No, that's not the song. Hey uh, Google, play a tear for Eddie by Ween. Okay, hey Google, turn it up four notches. Yeah. There we go. Alright, well thanks for listening to us two guys. <laughs> you have a great night. Or morning if you're listening to this in the morning. Or a great day. Or life. Have a great life, guys, if you never ever want to listen to this podcast ever again. Well, we We're pretty have... annoying, I will say. Okay, well, I admit it. But you're not? I don't think I am. That's just my this is my thing. Okay. Well <laughs> just kidding. Oh, not really. <laughs> You're not kidding. Alright. Bye guys. Later.